Welcome back, everyone, to College Conversations. Today, we have a very special episode. This is going to be the second episode coming from my study abroad in Bergen, Norway. And today, I'm joined by one of my great flatmates, Sally Granger, all the way from Melbourne, Australia, is with us today. We're nearing the end of our study abroad experience. We have a lot of great stories, shared experiences that we'll be able to talk about today. Anyways, I'm here with Sally right now. Sally, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to everyone listening? Hello, fellow listeners. Yes, I am Sally and I'm sitting with Ben in my room, actually, room 202, Block R, Fantoff Village. It is a village, isn't it? Pretty much. And I'm on my first ever podcast and my hands are like sweaty, (laughs) I feel, and my voice is all shaky, but look, I'm happy to be here. That definitely (laughs) happens. Yeah, definitely. For me too, it was like, it's a lot of people, the first thing they say is like, wow, it's weird to hear my voice. Once yeah, you like listen yeah. to the finished product, it's like, a lot of people say they don't like their voice. Yeah. I don't know, but I actually like kind of liked my voice. I know it sounds no, like, I, it's it, weird, but. Call me weird, but sometimes I'd send like a voice recording to a friend and I'm, I was like, play it back. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. Like, you know, my tone sounds like weird here or like, it's yeah. interesting to hear what you sound like. So you, but, do you like the sound of your own voice then? I think. I do like the sound of it when it's in like a lower tone, but sometimes I guess it gets high and I'm like, damn. Or I sound super Australian sometimes. And I'm like, ooh, because I feel as though Australians sometimes have that really twangy accent. Yeah. But to be honest, like for my accent, I feel it's pretty neutral. So yeah, yeah, like a lot of people can't really guess where I'm from straight away, which is kind of nice. And especially here, I think being at Fantoff, like you're amongst so many different nationalities. So your voice kind of changes, I think, the longer you live with somebody or people. Yeah, I have noticed that. It's been really interesting for me, too, because the last episode we did, episode 17, was with my roommate, Adam, who's also Australian. So, And I'm currently living with four Australians, yeah. so that's, like, The really majority, again, like, yeah. you can't escape us, honestly, we're everywhere. When I told my mom, like, yeah, I'm going to Norway, I didn't, I never pictured, like, living with Australians, Yeah, like, and neither did head. I. I was like, sweet, coming to Norway, going to meet some international people, and then here I am with, like, so many other Australians. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool though. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, we like live in basically like an international complex kind yeah. of community dorm. Yeah. I think it's pretty common for when you go on a study abroad. I think they usually yeah, have sure. accommodation where you live with other international students, just people to share the experience. Yeah. And there's like so many people. I think 1,000 people live at Fantoft and they're building even more like um, rooms and accommodation, which sucks because we do get woken up at like 8 a.m., even earlier sometimes, 7 yeah. a.m. with the building. But it is super nice. And I've never experienced like living with so many people because at home I just go to university and I come home from university and they're quite distinct, like my personal life and my, my uni life or study life. So it's kind of nice to have them entwined here um, and just like to share moments, I guess, with so many different people. It's nice. Yeah, it's super nice. and. Speaking, of, yeah, of all the people, I mean, we live currently in a flat with, well, at one time, 16 people in yeah. it, which was like really big. Is eight rooms, is like shared rooms and like huge kitchen in the middle, but it's like a super great yeah. setup all around. And everyone's super cool. And yeah, it's nice. I like sharing a room. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, so would I, but my roommate's never here. So I've kind of been blessed with having a private room, paying half the price that other people would pay. Yes. And then I open my door and then like I'm welcomed by the rest of people living in the apartment or the flat. So I've been lucky really with my living situation. Surprisingly in Norway too, the rent is like ridiculously cheap. Yeah. 
And I don't know if that's because the government subsidizes it or the school helps or if it's just that cheap. But I think we pay currently like $350 a month here in Norway. Mm -hmm. And back home at school, I'd pay $580 for the exact same thing to like yeah. share a room. So it's like almost half as cheap. I mean, besides that, super expensive here. Yeah. But is your experience at home like similar to this one here with like sharing a room, sharing living spaces or do you find it different? It's not really. I mean, I guess I did the traditional like American college experience where you go your first year and live in like a dorm at the school, but yeah. it's with one roommate and then we'd have like a dining hall where we all ate at. Okay, Whereas cool. this is more of like a shared apartment with so many people. I mean, currently like when I go back, or last year I was living in an apartment, but it was only four people, yeah, two rooms. And I think that's the most common thing that you usually do. Or sometimes you can like rent out a house with a bunch of people. Yeah. But like, yeah. Yeah. See, I think that's what's common back home. Like, um, I'm actually still living at home with my parents, which, <laughs> which I would like to, I'd like to move out what, like next year, but it is expensive rent back home. And like, I do want to finish my final year in comfort of having, like, food in the pantry that yeah. I haven't paid for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, most people live in, ho like, homes instead of apartments, which is... I heard of that about Australia. Yeah, which, yeah. Is, which is nice because I think you can make... Um, you can personalize a home more than an apartment, maybe. And it's nice. Like, I'm such an advocate for having, like, a backyard or somewhere to entertain. And I think with the, the share house, it, it's you have more of that sort of homey feeling. Um yeah, so that's my plan, guys, for two years' time. <laughs> that's go. my goal. Yeah, there my you resolution. Go. Actually, my New Year's resolution for next year, I think, one is to become more flexible because at the moment I can't even touch my toes. Become more flexible. Yeah, I think this has been my new New Year's resolution for like the past two years, but it's never actually happened. Um, and there was something else, but it slipped my mind. But do you have a New Year's resolution there? New Year's resolution. Well, it's crazy to think that this decade is already ending. To be honest, yeah. 2010s are over. New Year's resolution. Um, I don't know. I guess a, a main reason that this podcast has had a little bit of a break is because I've been trying to do a lot of like painting and mm -hmm. art recently. Mm -hmm. And maybe not everyone on this podcast knows. Maybe you do follow me on no, Instagram. No, you should get on everybody on this podcast I <laughs> because I've actually got a piece that Ben, oh, I'm, I don't know. I'm just going to get from Ben. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's very talented. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, I've been doing a lot of painting and I have... A lot of plans for once I get back to America. Like I, I, I've bookmarked like different art ideas that I want to do and try to like put together. But I guess my New Year's resolution is just that because just try out like a bunch of different art. I even yeah. want to try out um, spray painting like gradients. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, like imagine like a blank canvas and okay. then like a gradient, like going from like a dark, maybe like a dark red oh, all the sure, way up sure. to like yeah. a light red. Yeah, yeah. And you can use spray paint cans and like layer it on yeah. and then like kind of make it glossy looking. Sure. And I, I, I just like gradients kind of. Yeah. Like just no, I see lots like of gradients in like contemporary art galleries and I'm yes. standing in front of it. Yes, and I'm like, yes, yes. okay, so... I always get the feeling, like, I think everybody gets this feeling like walking around an art gallery, like, oh, I could probably do that yet. Yeah. <laughs> like this person is in like the National Gallery. Yeah, exactly. Receiving bomb for like their paintings. Like I, it's crazy. I just posted on my painting account today in, this, in my story. It's um, a link to an article about how yesterday a banana duct taped to a wall mm -hmm. sold in Miami, Florida for, 
uh, a ridiculous yeah. amount of money. It's literally yeah. a banana duct tape. Yeah, to someone can put like a chair on the corner and call it art, and everyone's like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. Like, I can see that. Like, yeah. I can see the vision. There's, I a, still, you know. there's a lot of problems with, with modern art, I mm. think, like that, or contemporary art. And yeah, there's so many funny YouTube videos too, yeah. of, like people yeah. just putting stuff in art museums. Yeah. And then people, yeah, and thinking people that it is. And people look at it and stuff. Yeah. And like, yeah. like someone just put, I think it was like, there's a popular video where someone puts their their glasses on like the floor of the mm-hmm. museum. People come and like look and mm-hmm. like, ooh, what is this? But that has yeah. many years resolutions. I'm sad to be leaving Norway though. Yeah, me I'm too. sad to be leaving. Yeah. And for Norway, what, what brought you to Norway in the first place? And did you, now that you're nearing the end, did you like get, were your expectations met for Norway? My expectations were that. exceeded in okay, Norway. Exceeded. Like, well, yeah, like I have always wanted to come to Scandinavia. And when I was um, choosing the universities I could go to, I literally just selected any school that was the, or university that was in Scandinavia. And then I was chosen for Bergen. And when I, when I first got accepted, I was like, oh, I was a bit hesitant because my first preference, I think, was Lund in Sweden. And I had never heard of Bergen before. So that was also, I was like Googling like Bergen. <laughs> and I got like the main, like the picture, which is Bryggen, which is like the yeah. historical site, um, her- like the heritage listed part of the city. Um, and I said, okay, why not? Like I, I've always wanted to do exchange. So I just said, yep, cool, let's do it. And then I arrived and yeah, it's been amazing. Well, I also came for the nature, I guess. Like I wanted to get into hiking and that I have done since being here, which has been stunning. Like the, it's such a beautiful, beautiful country. Uh, and I just, I don't know, I just wanted to the experience of meeting all people from around the world. And I got that here. Yeah. Definitely in Berlin. Totally, totally. And it's just a really, it's a small city compared to Melbourne, but it's, there's always something to do. And I guess, well, I guess like the people you, you're with, like make an experience. And I've guess I've been very lucky and fortunate with who I've been living with or who I've been able to make connections with. So yeah, it's definitely a part of my life that I will look fondly upon forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally, totally. And I also, I think it was just yesterday I was looking up. I didn't realize that Melbourne has like 5 million Nearly people. Nearly 6 million now. 6 million, which yeah. is... Okay, if it's six million, then that's bigger than the entire population of Norway. Yeah, because yeah. Norway's five point five million people. So, is this like a huge switch for you coming into a city that's only two hundred something thousand? Yeah, um, I don't know. I haven't really stopped to notice it, but I guess it is different. There's not as many people around, but I, I don't know. I've never really um, noticed it that much. But yeah. You think you would because at home yeah. you get on the train and it's packed or you're, you're trying to walk down like Swanson Street or Elizabeth Street, it's like the main streets in Melbourne and it's just like shoulder to shoulder sometimes. Yeah. So it's like a sea yeah. of people. Uh, so I guess, oh, I don't know, but the B-Bahn can be pretty packed sometimes here. So I'm like... Yeah, the train me, can. Yeah, like we were on the B-Bahn the other day going to a fireworks festival mm-hmm. for Bergen and that was like shoulder to shoulder. So that yeah, kind of was like, definitely. I'm back home. <laughs> Do a lot of people have cars in melbourne or is, yeah do a lot of people go without it or um yeah a lot of people have cars i i have a car personally but i would never drive it like into the city mm-hmm. i i use my car well i use my car to go to work and that's like less than a kilometer away yeah okay. <laughs> you know sometimes you <laughs> yeah, gotta yeah. do what you gotta do uh but yeah i'd say most people have at least like each family has like two cars i'd say okay yeah yeah so it's still 
Yeah, a lot yeah. of people are driving around cars. Yeah, and but I think people should be riding like either Vespers or things that are smaller because I'm always so envious. Like when I'm in my car, it's mm. a manual car, and when you're in traffic in a manual car, it just sucks because you're like riding the clutch the whole time. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. then you see like this person on a Vespa just like whiz past, and like oh, like I could be at my destination in half the time. Definitely, definitely. But, and also like riding a Vespa is so much fun. Like I've never done it before totally. until I'd gone to Vietnam or I went to Vietnam last year. First time ever riding, well, I started on like a Vespa and then I went to a motorbike and first time ever. And it was just like, it's great. And you got A to B so fast. Yeah. Although it was so dangerous in Vietnam. There's like literally no rules yeah. there. It's like beeping is the only rule. Right. So you just like, you know, trust in the heavens and you go out there and you just hope, to hope that everything will be fine. And it is, you just have to be courageous, I guess. Yeah. It's interesting too, like so many like countries like um, Vietnam, countries in Southeast Asia and even countries in like Southern Europe are like like scooters and mopeds are mm, like mm. the norm yeah like that's it is the, the norm, yeah, yeah you'll see and like yeah i'm sure in vietnam right how many cars do you see driving around yeah in vietnam? probably not too many yeah is a vespa a scooter is that like the same thing or is vespa like the name of like a particular scooter i think Vespa is the name of a particular <laughs> okay, right. but moped it's like the same. slash scooter yeah. right so it's all like under the same umbrella okay, yeah yeah, cool. yeah good that's, to know that's super cool how do you get to university back in melbourne train by train yeah okay. i just catch one train which is it takes about like 20 minutes to get in to yep. the city uh and i'm lucky because i live right near the train line so i can be at the station within like two minutes that's very uh, nice which is nice totally yeah um uh, yeah train and then we have trams as well but i don't really catch the tram or buses i don't know it's weird i have this thing like i hardly catch buses at home and i'm i'm sort of like oh i wouldn't i went reluctant to catch a bus for some reason yet when i'm traveling like i love catching buses yeah. <laughs> it's just the most just when you're traveling yeah. yeah and i think i have like such respect for european bus drivers because they can drive some crazy roads like yeah. really narrow roads super narrow and i i just i'm holding my breath half the time because it's yeah and they just whipping around corners like, oh, yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. like anything could happen. Exactly. I mean, yeah. even like when we rented a, a car, e- even in Norway, when we rented a car, it was like, it was very like kind of nerve wracking. Yeah. Because back home, like, I don't know, there's just so much land to begin with in the United States that there's the roads are just so wide and yeah. like open. Even in Norway, we're driving in like these skinny roads, like next to like a fjord or next to the water. And yeah. there'd be like a truck coming on the other side and like. One time we actually had to like stop because the road was that skinny. We had mm-hmm. to like put it in reverse, mm-hmm. like on a highway to like let this like yeah. truck go through. And I'm like, oh yeah, my it's goodness, this is, this is super crazy. Yeah. yeah. But I do like um, being able to rent a car or that like a mode of transport when you are traveling. Cause I think that's a really nice way. Like yeah. in, rather than catching a bus somewhere mm-hmm. um, or a train, like if you, you have the independence when you are like operating the vehicle to pull over and stay like a few hours at like a nice spot or to stay a night somewhere you didn't really expect so yeah. that's like the freedom that comes with i guess hiring a car or a vespa yeah. or whatever it's definitely a different way of like seeing the country yeah for, for sure, sure. Yeah. yeah yeah how does the um like student life here in bergen compare to your university back at home yeah well i've never experienced a student life true true so true, true. it's um it's been great although my my social life is definitely probably the priority which mm-hmm. i think i'm kind of glad in a way i'm only spending one semester because if i was to do this like the full year or like the whole time i was studying i think it would be hard to concentrate sometimes on my mm-hmm. studies or prioritize studies over going out for a drink or just like hanging out and having a chat with somebody uh but i've really loved it it's been great and it, the time has gone so fast and i think that's an indication of that 
you are you are really enjoying yourself when the time flies. Yeah, that's so, definitely true. Yeah, definitely true. Yeah, I've, I've people have, a lot of people here in Norway have kind of asked me like how yeah how how does student life compare? That's like mm. a pretty popular question. Mm. But I think we are kind of like spoiled back in back at home back mm-hmm. at like in minnesota or just like any american school just because like uh, there's always so many sports going on and yeah. like you've seen with like or me our other roommate matt just like yeah, watching the like, gophers football. yeah like the, the, the I've gophers never, yeah i've never really watched american football but i've watched one game oh come on like half a game yeah oh, <laughs> one of the finals yeah the golfers yeah that uh, was super and funny. it's huge like wow yeah. they get a marching band cheerleaders like that's crazy yeah and it's just for what university football yeah right like, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. university football yeah. and like fill up these huge stadiums and it's so it was so fun to watch with you guys because i like because like you don't you don't notice that stuff yeah you know that's just normal but yeah. then like you see other, like i always see your guys's reaction to just like that there's this marching band playing like this yeah. intense yeah. music in the background and i was like yeah i didn't even notice that like, that's always zoned out of my head like that's yeah. there but like yeah. yeah that is pretty pretty cool like the atmosphere and like how many people are just there like yeah, to watch involved the and yeah it shows really like the power of sport and how it can bring people together yeah. and that's like i do enjoy watching sport although i'm a afl australian rules rather than yeah, yeah, yeah. american football uh but it is nice i i do enjoy um yeah going to see sport or just being amongst the crowd the atmosphere mm-hmm. yeah it's good mm-hmm. yeah it was definitely fun i was introduced to afl i guess and yeah. rugby during yeah. my exchange time here which was really fun to like see that yeah. and i always associated like rugby with australia too so but yeah. it's funny because you, you just said you're like an afl person well yeah and i think afl is very victorian rather than like, like australia wide i'd guess rugby is quite popular but within mm-hmm. victoria afl um dominates for sure okay and um, what is like victoria for people who who don't know victoria is the state victoria. melbourne is in and how many like states are there in oh, God, Australia? Victoria, Queensland, New South Wales, Western Australia, and D five, five okay. states, and then a territory. Five different states. Okay. Yeah, yeah, cool. And I think a lot of people back home they've probably heard of Melbourne, but they, but the main place people think of in Australia is like Sydney. Yeah. What would you say is like the difference between those two places? Okay, so. Call me corny, but I say that um, Sydney's the movie and Melbourne's the book. Okay. That's how I tell people because, like, everything's given to you, I guess, with Sydney. You have, like, the Opera House and you have the Sydney Harbour Bridge and it's it's, it's a beautiful place, Sydney. There's lots of um, nature you can do close to the city, lots of beautiful places to swim. But with Melbourne, I feel as though you have to kind of, like, go out and discover, like, the certain corners of the city that you like and there's all different neighborhoods with a different vibe and i think it's more i guess grungy or it's more a european feel yeah um there's great coffee like everyone (laughs) always says like melbourne like coffee snobs but i don't know like i guess kind of i am but then right now i'm living like the luxe instant coffee life in bergen since day Mm -hmm. dot like i remember i came here and i first day i got to bergen i was like okay sweet i'll get a coffee coffee is like eight dollars australian oh, yeah crazy yeah it's crazy and like you'd think i'd be deterred but no i went back the next day and i was like okay maybe on south of shot we'll have an eight dollar coffee but yeah but i really love melbourne i'm proud to be from there and i'm mm-hmm. glad to have grown up in melbourne and it's um a developing city and more people are going to move there but i think yeah it's just got a lot to offer within the arts the music the sports scene yeah it's a great yeah. place yeah it sounds great 
for anyone listening, that should be enough reason for uh, yeah. to add Melbourne to your list of yeah. travel destinations. We used to be most livable city until Vienna bumped us off. Oh, but, yeah, you know, yeah. second most livable, it's pretty good reason to come. That is super good reason to come. Yeah. And you are very lucky because once you go home, I know it's actually going to be a nice warm summer for you. Yeah, warm to very hot summer, but yeah. it will be good. Yeah. And I get to return back um, to a frozen wasteland, yeah. basically. <laughs> How I, are you feeling about going back? I am not looking forward to that. Not looking forward to I've seen people's, like, we had a, like a week ago in Minnesota, we had a snow day. Mm-hmm. Like a snow day. And that's wow. in like November. And that never happens. And like, that means there had to have been a lot of snow. Yeah, you know? I was yeah, just like, yeah. I'm not trying to go back. Like, I know I'm going to get to the airport and the airport doors are going to open i'm gonna yeah. just feel this like yeah. deathly breeze that's like, such a foreign concept to me like having a snow day like sorry you can't go yeah. outside like yeah, you're yeah, snowed yeah. in like for me that's that's like how many snow days have you been a part of snow days i mean they are like pretty rare but also like what happens when you're in a place is like in minnesota is that like the st- the standards for what it takes to have a snow day Mm. is like ridiculously higher than like other states yeah so like in other states that don't see as much snow i mean they'll have a snow day with like even if like three inches of snow hits the ground because people just have no experience driving in the snow or whatever i think in minnesota it's almost they almost don't have snow days anymore because they expect people to just know how to drive in the snow right. i guess from experience and then they have like i don't know we have like a pretty big like i didn't know how to drive teams. like you have like the ride tires or like what do you mean you know how to drive you just know how to drive just be safe like safe on the road no i think there's there is a lot of things you learn when driving in the snow just for example like when you're driving around in the winter there's a lot of times where your car just starts to slide underneath you or you might turn the steering wheel to the left and keep going straight and you're like yeah it's the black eyes yeah you just keep going that stuff gets you even here there's black eyes here and i'm like on my feet and i'm like whoa there is Yeah, yeah yeah there totally is but i guess i think a lot of people who haven't driven in the snow if like they turn their wheel left and they start to not even turn at all it's like an immediate panic yeah, and they'll sure. overcorrect the wheel way too much and that's mm-hmm. how you end up smashing into things and i mean the best thing to do when you lose control of the car is like you have to not panic and kind of try to straighten out the wheel but you have to be very like delicate with it because if you do too much like your wheel might catch mm-hmm. and you might fly off like mm-hmm. the road so i don't know there's just like yeah and kind of like instincts too and stuff yeah, and just yeah. knowing have you ever experienced um like trying to correct like being on black ice and being out of control yeah so the craziest thing that happened to me like one time just driving home from work on i don't know january day or something yeah. i started going around a turn just to the left it was going pretty slow probably like 30 miles per hour and just felt my car start to turn and i was like okay this is kind of weird and then mm-hmm. start to turn and turn and turn mm-hmm. it's called fishtailing mm-hmm. and eventually i was just going almost backwards down the road like i was in like a neighborhood street i was really lucky because if there had been a car parked on either side of the street i would have just slammed into it but i had yeah. a lot of space so i was just floating like 
And like, what were you like in that moment? Were you like panicking? Like, okay, this is happening. Keep calm. Like, how did you react? Well, since I was on this neighborhood street, I was pretty, this was a street on the road. This is on my way home from work and I worked at this job for a while. So I knew exactly, I knew the street in my mind so clearly. So I knew that there was like a decent section of road in front of me that I didn't see any cars. So I knew another car wasn't going to come and slam into me. Mm-hmm. And then I was just more worried about like, is there a car parked in the road? Cause I thought I was either going to go up like a neighbor's yard practically yeah, it's yeah. hard to, to like describe but yeah, yeah. i was gonna go up a neighbor's yard or i was gonna like maybe hit like a mailbox but i was like okay that's not that yeah. bad in the moment wow. and then i was like oh hopefully there's no cars parked and then things to look forward yeah. to then things when to look you, forward to yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. but it's great and especially in minnesota like yeah it's crazy you know you used to drive to school and you just see so you drove to school yeah every day yeah would you have to like pay for parking at school yeah we did have to pay for parking is that the only way that you had you could get to school uh yes well we could have taken the bus um yes this is also a very interesting thing i found to like talk about with like i don't know not americans (laughs) i guess it's just like the driving culture and driving to school and like i remember our roommate erica who's from italy one time was like we were watching a movie and there was like a yellow school bus yeah and she's like oh my gosh like did you take the yellow school bus from the movies to school like i was like yeah every yeah. day and yeah, she's like yeah. oh my gosh it's just like the movies and i like never thought about that but mm-hmm. basically like once you turn 16 you can get your driver's license and most people do i think that's like a very minnesotan thing to do because like where i live like we don't have public transport like Mm -hmm. at all there's no train because there's no need for it or it just has never been there's a there's a need for it but i think things are generally more spread out yeah and we got big roads and big distances between our houses and people like big yards and big things but we also live kind of in the suburbs too so i mean in the city there's like a, a light rail Mm-hmm. and buses but no generally you have to like rely on a car so it was kind of trapped like up until 16 like or if i wanted to go somewhere like to the mall yeah like i would have yeah. my i'd have to have my parents like drop me off at the mall and then pick me up yeah or wherever that's the thing with the car comes independence and that's why i as soon as i could go for my license i went for it because i knew that i wanted to be able to do things and not and not rely on my parents to drive me or to ask my parents because, yeah, yeah yeah but a lot of the time my parents would say oh make your own way there or find your own way home like they were very mm. they instilled independence on my me especially and my brother um from a young age yeah i get yeah i, I get very jealous too when i see like groups of kids even on like the light rail here together mm-hmm. i was just, like a group of like middle schoolers riding the train yeah like to the mall or to the home and i'm like wow like that would be so nice if i was mm-hmm. able to just take a train with my friends and like yeah we could go everywhere i want because like yeah i had to always rely on like or we'd have like one friend's parents like pick us all up mm-hmm. and drop us all off and be like all right my mom dropped us off last time so like, yeah that's so you have to do like the rotation do like mom yeah. it's your turn on time. Yeah, it was like a rotation yeah it was like yeah. a rotation but yeah once people turn 16 generally get their driver's license and then generally your last two years of high school you drive to school 
drive to school. Yeah, that's just. And how long was the drive? It was like ten minutes. Yeah, it wasn't that far. Honestly, it's just like if you took the bus after you're sixteen, it was like you're a loser. Yeah, honestly, (laughs) honestly, that's kind of what it was. There's like a negative stereotype behind that. I mean. I wouldn't think if someone took the bus to lose because I know some people did, but yeah, like that is yeah, like the yeah, stereotype yeah. is like, yeah, that you're a loser. Would you like pick up your friends on the way to school or are you just like solo driving? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I drove, yeah, you would carpool usually. Yeah. So I drove one of my good friends to school. Um, yeah, that was fun though. Yeah. We had some, we were always late to school and yeah. then we'd get like detentions and stuff. <laughs> uh, it was real fun. Yeah, I guess it's nice having moments with your friends before, like if you're talking about school, just to sort mm-hmm. of, you know, start the day on a nice foot, I guess. Yeah. When you're with your mates. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It was so much freedom when mm-hmm. we were able to drive. It was every, like, your life just changes, just mm-hmm. being able to go anywhere. And I was lucky that my mom was, like, getting a new car. So she, like, gave me her old car. Yeah. Which I still use today. And, like, that was super, super lucky. But now that I'm like in the the city, going going to the University of Minnesota, I don't have a car because it's just like a downtown city, and I have to pay ridiculous amounts to park it there. And yeah, I like not having a car. I like being able to take public transport. I mean, yeah, it's or so walk or stress free. Yeah, for like sure. Super super nice, and yeah, and Norway does a pretty good job, I'd say, public mm-hmm. transport. Would you say so? Yeah, I'd say so. Well, I'm. Well, yeah. I, the the buses are great. They're very mm-hmm. reliable. And then the B-Bahn is comes about every six minutes, sometimes seven minutes. Yeah, so, super frequent. Yeah, super super frequent. So yeah, I'm. Mm-hmm. I haven't got a bad word to say about it. Mm-hmm. The transport here. So. And you're still. I think you're still gonna do a lot of travel after Norway, correct? Correct. I am, well, I'm going to Tromso, so still Norway for uh, Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to Berlin, and which will be great because I'm seeing a friend there who I used to live with. I lived in Berlin for uh, like six months. Like mm-hmm. you always hear like the Australians that live in Berlin, like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. that's such a thing. But yeah, I did it and it was great. That's super cool. <laughs> uh, so I'm going there and then i'm going to belgium and then to italy to see erica who we just mentioned before um mm-hmm. for like i think a week and then i'll head back to melbourne very nice so very nice. yeah i guess considering it's so far away uh and like you really i've really uh n- i guess noticed the distance more maybe being on exchange because everyone's always like wow you guys are so far away yeah. like the flight here is like literally 24 hours yeah um totally so I thought, okay, I'm here on this side of the world. I may as well see the people I want to see and spend time in places I want to uh, spend time in and then head home. Because I don't know, I guess I don't see myself coming back to, to Europe for mm-hmm. at least, I don't five years because this is my second big Europe trip. So mm-hmm. there's other places in the globe that I would like to visit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah and it's really nice. That's a nice thing about studying abroad in Norway or anywhere in Europe is you can so easily travel to other countries. Yeah, and it's nice knowing somebody and that lives abroad or lives in a in a different country and then mm-hmm. going to that country and then yeah. seeing that person i think that's a really nice reason to to visit somewhere and also i'm such a fan of like the local experience so yeah. it's so nice to yeah, go yeah. to like when we go when i go to erica's uh home mm-hmm. uh, it'll be nice just to have her uh show me around and live oh, like yeah. the italian lifestyle so. totally different <laughs> experience than just 
staying in a hotel and yeah being, and even but, like from a position of being the host that like you get to sort of see your city again through the eyes of the person you're with mm-hmm. and it's nice to be a tourist in your own city sometimes definitely because definitely. like definitely like from my own experience i def i sort of stick to the same areas of melbourne or i go to the same neighborhoods or whatever um mm-hmm. so it's nice to broaden my horizons a little bit mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. maybe that's also a resolution to yeah. explore more of my own city explore more of your own city i think yeah that a lot of us get have that feeling now like mm. just go back and explore more of yeah for me too i want to explore yeah. more of just the united states and yeah. general kind of and there's a lot left to see but yeah yeah i think a lot of people listening to mostly college students maybe like thinking about studying abroad mm-hmm. um i guess yeah people have a lot of a lot of worries moving across the world and i don't mean you're like we love traveling and stuff. So it seems mm. normal that we mm. wanted to study abroad, but a lot of people are pretty scared. Um, what would you say? Let's see. What would you say? Like maybe some of the downsides are, because I think when people look online or from our experience, we're like, Oh, it's so great. Mm-hmm. And like, everything is like perfect. Mm-hmm. But have you found there's any like downsides? Uh, budgeting, <laughs> like for food or for your rent, I guess that's something that I've had to consider or um, like get the hang of, I guess, living in Bergen. Downside, I don't know. I've, hmm. Like is lo- does loneliness come into play? Or? Well, for me personally, no. Uh, but I know like from my friends or people I've spoken to, they do like get lonely. Mm-hmm. But I think when you are in an environment with so many people, it's nice to be able just to talk to someone. And I think talking about what, you know, your feelings or or that you're uh, homesick is a nice way to sort of move through it. Yeah. But I don't. I just think like we have FaceTime, so I'm if I miss home or my friends, I'm like, hey, like just yeah, you know, I can see true. them on my phone, and I, like the distance seems smaller when you can see their face. Definitely, yeah. But I've guess I'm lucky. I've never really suffered from homesickness. I I do miss the comforts of home, uh, mm-hmm. but I'm very content with where I am right now. But yeah, downsides, hmm, downsides, um, I don't know. I can't think of any yeah. other than budgeting and like not b- you know, blowing all your money. Right, right. So what would you say then to... Maybe, or maybe yeah. language barrier sometimes. Language but then barrier, again, here, true. everybody basically speaks English. Yeah, so. or is speaking English, so that's pretty easy. Literally, have you learned any Norwegian since being here? Uh, no, really yeah. not much. I mean, everyone speaks good English. I've tried to like at least learn like words and stuff. Yeah. So like when... I, I mean, so when I go to the grocery store, I can like still yeah. know what like things are. All I know is like brunost, which is brown cheese. I'm yeah. like, sweet. Like that's yeah, a Norwegian staple. Little, like, like, let's, like, let's go with that. Here and there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just had to learn like all the words for my, yeah. like sour cream for my taco yeah, and yeah, like yeah. that kind of stuff. <laughs> but yeah, super show. But so what, yeah, what would you say to someone who's like to try to convince them like study abroad? Because a lot of people are like. I would say I think you're only, like it, you're given the opportunity only when you're in school or you're studying. So mm-hmm. it's a limited time really you can make the decision and it's like what's what's four months of, of a year? Nothing. And it's like why not go for the experience of meeting new people and like test yourself, be in a different country, put yourself in a different environment. And I don't know. I just think, well, I'm quite a curious person, so I just go for it yeah. usually. And... I just think it's an opportunity that people should should take. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, I agree with all that. It's like it's easy now. Yeah, and like there's like we're at a time in our lives where it's like not too much responsibility. For sure, and like live off the perks of being a student. 
as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think for me too, like studying abroad. Yeah, it's just like it's cool to like live in a different place, meet a lot of people, kind of like I don't know. Yeah, definitely meeting people from all over the world is like like that's just some like fascinating conversations. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't be able to be talking to you like someone from like the opposite end of the globe right yeah. now, like on a podcast. Yeah. Like, in Europe. <laughs> and like you also think of it like, okay, everybody's sort of in the same boat as well. And maybe that can help you get through the emotions if you are feeling homesick or whatever. Like everybody's here together. And it's like, you know, you just, I think everyone's kind of like stripped back and it's like, okay, like we're in this together. Let's just like enjoy each other's company or I don't know, just don't overthink it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I think that, yeah, that should be enough to convince people yeah. to. Yeah study abroad and also like you get free accommodation you know minnesota i'm coming to ben's house and i've got free accommodation likewise in mullen i hope people come to minnesota and yeah i do want to visit uh all of everyone i've met their countries that's an incentive in itself (laughs) hoping yeah for all the minnesota listeners hopefully they take the chance see it's actually kind of good if you don't come in the winter (laughs) then it's pretty Mm -hmm. good Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's already been 30 minutes so that was really good uh really good conversation so yeah, thank you, Sally, for being on today. No worries. Um, Thanks for having me. Thank you, me. everyone, who's still listening to the podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions about Australia for Sally or about anything for me, just let us know. Just, like, shoot us a comment. Yeah. Um, yeah. Leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. That really helps. Leave a review if you choose. Share it with your friends, family, anyone who's interested in Australia, Europe, studying abroad anything like that and yeah thank you sally no worries thank you yeah all right uh yeah see you later adios